y'all. We're back with Spike Sweet Tea. How you doing, Miss Dina? I'm good. April, how are you doing? I am doing well, girl. What you been up to? Uh, let's see. I know. I feel like we've been talking about it for like the past oh, few weeks. I meant to bring you a bottle of milk back and I forgot. I know. We've been talking about it so much. I know y'all are over it, but we finally got the girl off to school. Tear, tear, tear. Tear, tear. Yeah. So it was sad um, for a few minutes, but you know, everybody keeps asking how we're adjusting this week, and I'm like, chilling it on a week. Well, I was about to ask how, like, how is the flow in the house with with one less person? Well, it, it feels like she's been gone every summer for several weeks oh. for the past like five years. So I feel like she just took like a later summer thing, like she's been doing. So it, it hasn't really. I think probably around. Probably around the six week, seven week mark is mm-hmm. when it's going to hit me. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm like, okay, she's just not here. It's kind of surreal to think about, you know, the fact that she's in college. That seems ridiculous. And some little dude, when I was there, I had on my little mom shirt, and this little <laughs> guy made my whole day. He was like, I think you have on the wrong shirt. I want to give him some money. Good, you know this black don't crack. What are you talking about? I know, I love my melanin, even though it's just a little bit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Girl, you know they still be trying to steal your fa- your shade of fifty at the I store. No, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so that's been that's been the past week. So how was your weekend? How was your anniversary? Yeah, it was our anniversary. Me and my wife celebrated that last time. I'm gonna need good. you to have a little bit more energy when you I say have that. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy, happy, happy. Um, but you know, it was it was a random year, so we didn't yeah. really really do much. And next year, well, we're not going to do much next year because she's got a big birthday next year. So oh, yeah, yeah, we'll birthday. be celebrating that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was it's cool. What's been going on with me? Let me think. Nothing. It's life, you know. I'm in the swing of things. I appreciate having a short work week. I oh, can't. Yeah. Y'all, we got to make sure we get out of here today because uh, Miss Serena is playing in go. an hour and 45 minutes. Got to go catch this black girl magic So that's display. what I've been doing. I've been watching tennis. Yeah. Because um, every time, every freaking French Open, Australian Open, Wimbledon, freaking, it was an open here yeah. that I couldn't get tickets to, the yeah. ones that I wanted. I always manage to miss it. Yeah. And I have to end up, I, I hear, I see people talking about it on Facebook or like on Twitter and I'm like, oh, let me tune got, in and I'm catching FOMO. the end. Like last year, I caught the last, I caught the open. I literally turned in on just in time to see Serena arguing with the, um, with the official, with the referee yeah. or whatever they call them. Yeah. And so that was from where I started and I was like, ooh, I caught the good part, but I just miss it. So I have been intentional yeah. with this u.s open to make sure that yes. i was going to catch it and i have been here for all my black girl magic yes i love seeing coco and naomi and oh, i hate naomi lost the next match but i love their that was just that just gave me all the feels because you know i know people we talk about like these um reality so-called reality shows and the antics that they have going on but I always tell people I don't really get into them because that's I don't know those people like I don't know those women those women are not a part of my tribe like, girl I watched the Roja I don't know what you're talking I about mean, but... and, and a lot of people do so that's the thing I don't judge because you know entertain get entertainment how you can but uh-huh. um but I guess I just I don't it's just so unfamiliar so but the the 
with Naomi and Coco and how Naomi was like, no, you come out here and you yes. basically she adjusted she her they crown. Are here for you. Yeah. You know, like that's that's what I know. I loved it. That those are the women that are in our tribe. Sure. You know, that's what we have sure. around us all the time. So I love that being on display so people could see. Mm hmm. You know, that that's real. Like, that's well, you not saw how contrived. they were like, oh, we've never seen anything like this in tennis before. Right. And I don't know how many memes I saw of Serena comforting. Right. Not just Naomi, but people prior to her. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I was sad that she was the last black girl standing. No, no. But here we are. Today is the finals. And um, by the time you all listen to this, yeah. we will know. Who is the current U.S. Open champion for yes. 2019? Yes, and hopefully it is Miss Serena Jamika Williams. Her name is Jamika. I believe so. I believe it's Jamika. Did not know. I believe. You know, I'm looking for next year is an Olympic year. Next year is going to be a rough year. It's going to be an interesting year mm -hmm. because every time it's an Olympic year, it's also an election year. Oh, shit. See, that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. But the Olympics, I'm so excited for all the black girls on the U.S. So excited to see Simone. Is it Summer Olympics next year? Look, yeah, 2020. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited to see Simone. Like, Simone just... Simone Biles, yeah. Simone Biles. She's everything. I mean, just every, everything. I wish y'all could see how I'm like... She's excited, Not yeah. Excited. Well, Simone I'm glad because Naomi will for sure be there because yes. she reps Japan yep. instead of the U.S. Yeah. So we'll yep. see Naomi. Yeah. I don't know what other. I don't know who else will be there. We yeah. got and now we got Sloan, so Sloan Stevens. We got Taylor Townsend. Mm -hmm. We got Coco. Mm -hmm. I don't count Madison. Los Madison Sandra. don't count Madison. So. Madison don't count herself. So maybe <laughs> so. you go on here with Rachel and y'all have fun. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, next year is going to be a great year yeah, with the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, we'll have that high before sliding into November. It's fine. <sighs> Hopefully, it won't be a slide. Hopefully, it won't be a slide. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> so last week, I was um, uh, I had to stop and get gas on my way into work, and so uh, anybody who knows me, anybody. Who knows me? My black girls run sisters are listening now. Going, they about to co-sign. I am not a morning person. Mm. Like, I just don't do them. Ditto. I navigate through them. Ditto. Mm -hmm. But um, you need to catch me after 10 o'clock. Yeah. If you want pleasantries. Mm -hmm. So I stopped at the gas station. I was listening to a new podcast. And I was into it. And I had other stuff on my mind. And so I keep the door cracked a little bit so I can hear as I'm putting the pump in and I go sit back down in my car and it's old man. I mean, I don't know how old mm. he wasn't that old. Really. I'm just being rude, mm, mm. but he gets mad and he makes a comment and I look and I realize it was one of those, you need to smile type of things. Mm. And I was like, bro, it's too early in the morning. And I found myself giving a chuckle behind that, <laughs> you know, a little fake smile. Right. Uh, nah, not yet, bro. Nah, <laughs> this is the best you're going to get type of thing. Right. And I um, put the pump back and I get in my car and then I leave and I'm, I'm really agitated, mad. Mm -hmm. Because why do I need to put on shows for randos in the street? Mm -hmm. Poor K. Mm -hmm. No say. <laughs> 
I just, I don't get it. And I was, I, I just was contemplating that. And then sure enough, the next day I see an article about black women not being able to be themselves at work. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I wanted to like for us to like rap about today because I'm just over the expectations of us being entertainment, being here for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> You know, as I sit on my pod, entertaining you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the article was called, I think, um, here it is. Black women can't, aren't allowed to be introverted mm-hmm. by Sequoia Holmes. I saw that article posted too many times. Really? On my timeline. Uh-huh. When, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it hit home for a lot, a lot of, of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, a lot of the points that she made in it i think i don't know anybody who can't say that they can't relate you know we're kind of uh, um you know she 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 talks about and i think you're gonna mention more of it but talked about from a work perspective Uh and what was expected of her at work and even the feedback that she got from her managers and things but um i think just overall we're expected to play certain roles Mm -hmm. we're expected to be you know, sassy or oh we're gosh. expected to, you know, be the ones to teach people how to do the latest dances mm-hmm. or, um, oh understand my gosh, the got, slang. understand the slang or, you know, they want, we want to talk about hair. Okay, girlfriend. And, you know, it, it just, it, us having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Or us, not even a bad day, not even but bad us day, just, just naturally. Yeah, just I, it, I might just have my RBF on today. Girl, and my RBF is ever present. Your RBF acts up. It acts a whole fool on the daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's you. This is how you know it is real. <laughs> that is, I mean. And I will be, it will be a good day. It's a good day. And I would just be walking down the hall. That's why I get the smile directive all the time. And RBF is resting bitch face, just for those unaware. Look, Um, and and I don't feel like I should have to modify my RBF just because you are mad that when you look at me, I'm not looking as attractive as you would like. And do you even know that you have, like, your your face is... No, I got it. But but literally, sometimes your face is just resting, okay? Like, I'm just just here. I'm just just walking around minding my own black business. Looking for some (laughs) K-Swiss. Do people still wear K-Swiss? I don't know why I said that. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the Air Force was docked out K-Swiss, but okay. But yeah, so... I used to be cute with a tennis dress, with a a, a t-shirt dress. You could do a whole thing with K-Swiss. Like these jeans I have on right now. Like I I like the old school sneakers. (laughs) Anyway, why do we always do this? Because my name is April. (laughs) Go ahead. But... It's just that nature of people almost wanting us to be, like you said, performative. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to smile. We have to look a certain way. We have to um, be approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're either, you know what it is? It's, mm. it's for some reason, we're not given oftentimes the latitude to exist on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. We have to be either or. Mm-hmm. We're either approachable or we're not. We're either angry or Girl, we're not. Wait, and I we're think I even... sent you the tweet. Did you see the tweet 
where somebody, some man wrote a whole article about how to approach a woman. I did. Oh my gosh. It was like, just, how about you don't? <laughs> how about you just, just say no. Hard stop. <laughs> just, if she don't look like she wants to, it was how to approach a woman when she has earbuds in. Yes. What's what it was Which specifically. women specifically do. So they won't be bothered. So they bruh. won't be bothered. So how about you don't? Girl. So anyway. Thankfully, we don't live in a city like New York where it's a pedestrian city. Right. And all you're doing is constantly walking because I can't imagine the level of catcalling they get up there, which I hear them constantly complaining about. Yeah. Receiving that on a regular basis. Yeah. Thank goodness I'm in my car. Mm. Oh my gosh, because on those days when I used to have to ride the bus mm. to the train to another bus. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get it. And we didn't have, you know, I ain't had no Walkman. Because mm-hmm. there was no iPod mm-hmm. uh, or Spotify on my phone right. back in the day. Um, there was no phone. Um, but yeah, living in a city like that where you, where you have to be intentional in finding ways to not interact with people and here they are writing whole articles about how to interact with you when you don't want to be interacted with. Exactly. Exactly. And I have to say, even with the smile thing, like we were talking about the, you know, why don't you smile? Why don't you smile? I am generally a smiling person. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I I was programmed this way somehow. I don't even know how it happened, but like I catch I if I make eye contact with somebody, I'm going to smile at them. It's a, it's a habit. See, I avoid eye contact. Whether I and see maybe that's maybe that's part of my problem. But no, I always want to see who coming at me too, though. It's I a just thing. I'm being <laughs> my I, look, you in your head. Mm-hmm. I have so many thoughts going in and out. I really need to mm-hmm. slow things down. Yeah. Y'all, I don't smoke weed, and that's probably part of the problem. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's so much going on. And so a lot of times, it won't even be rest and bitch face. It'll be deep in thought. Right, right. And you're disrupting with your, di- first, let me use that word again, directive mm-hmm. to smile. There are ways, and see, I felt so bad. There was a little boy at Publix, and I call him a little boy, but he, he was actually ringing me up. So he wasn't a little boy. He might have been a young man. But the same day as the smile comment, Aww. I ran to the store. He's like, um, how you doing today? And I said, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's nothing wrong with saying that I'm all right. I don't like saying I'm fine. It's inauthentic. I typically try to answer authentically. Okay. Or if I'm you. Yeah, I try to because I just don't like the, the casualness and the inauthenticity of the question right Mm -hmm. so I try to say something that gets too close to where I am without giving you too much information okay so I said I'm all right just all right how you gonna just be all right you gotta get better than all right bruh (laughs) (laughs) oh how about you give me my total and I know that he was trying to you know Put, yeah. put on his best customer service. Yeah, he was just trying to do his customer service. Yeah, thing. but what you're doing is telling me after after the old dude had already hit you off with it. Thank you. In the AM, like why why are you coming to me? Tell me what I got to do. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me what I need to be. Or you don't know me. You don't know my life. You don't know my struggle. You don't know what I have been through or what I just had happen right before you saw me. So please don't deign to tell me what I need or need not do. Ooh. Okay then. 
She felt all of that. I felt it all, and mm-hmm. I've been waiting to express that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that we was going to say that today, but I, <laughs> I, I just have a problem with it, and yeah. there's this, this natural attitude that men have where they think that our existence is for them. Mm-hmm. Am, am I tripping? Um, I don't, I won't say that you're tripping. I will say that I feel some of that often, often. And even, you know, when people say that whole, you know, why aren't you smart? Cause sometimes, like you said, you're just minding your own business. Mm-hmm. You're not even thinking about, I'm just coming from the gym. I'm, you know, I'm doing whatever. Right. So I'm not really clearly if I'm just coming from the gym, I'm not thinking about how I'm looking. Mm-hmm period right (laughs) like from head to toe I don't care how I'm looking you know so you get that um I try to think that sometimes they mean well um you've been trying to give people credit I do yeah see I do I try to give people credit sometimes (laughs) oh Jesus (laughs) oh lord check them bounce yeah, um, you don't get yeah no I, I try to think that they, they are, that they mean well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will agree with you that there are certain, there are certain instances where you do know that these guys are coming from a place of, you know, I, you need to look pleasant. Well, why? Because you want to be pleased when you look at me. Exactly. But the thing is, that's why I can't give them credit for coming to a good place because that's excusing their behavior. That's true. And that's why I got angry with myself after that man spoke to me because I played his game. Right. It was half-assed play, but I still played it instead of letting him know. And, and see, it wasn't worth my energy to let him know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's the thing, Was it worth my energy to snap off on this man? Right. Or did I even have to snap off? Could I have just said, sir, this is my face. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Have a good day. Or even not say anything. Or not and say just anything. just get back in your car. See, the southern girl in me. Now, see, I am good for that. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I won't say a mumbling word if I just, I just... You become a ghost. You immediately well, disappear. Somebody pulled a gun on me the last time I popped off yeah. on them. Yeah. That wasn't the last time. <laughs> you know, you just learn a lesson. But that 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 incident was the same thing. Yeah. Someone insisting on me doing doing what they want you to do in that moment, being what they wanted you to be in that moment. Mm-hmm. Why I can't be my own person? Mm-hmm. What did I just see on the TV? I just saw something on TV with someone saying that, oh, I was watching Widows. You got to watch Widows. One of the girls on Widows was like, you know, she wanted to be who she was instead of being what this other person needed her to be, Mm -hmm. even though he was paying her to be that. But she still felt like that got in the way of her doing her. her. Authentic self. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't, I have a problem with it. And the trip part that, um, uh, Miss Holmes addressed in her article was she was talking about how this impacts her at work. Yeah. And she was saying how she thought that she was doing her job. She was doing well. She's a natural introvert. They told her to come to work and be herself. She was being herself. Right. And then when it came time for the review, it was, well, she's not a team player because she doesn't engage or she doesn't, you know, right. 
like talking to people and she keeps to herself, people think she doesn't like them. Do I have to like you to speak? Uh, Okay, so another story. This one didn't end so well for me. So I had a job in 2000 and when was Katrina? 05? Katrina was 05, I think. So this was 03. So 2003, I had a job and uh, I was the first person to come in in the morning at like 7 or something like that. Some mm-hmm. ridiculous time. <laughs> and I've already told you. Not a morning person. At all. Mm-hmm. So I would be in there working and the next person to come in was this woman who would walk in the door and she would say, Hello! Good morning! Oh, bless it. Yeah, she looked like a run over Snow White, but she sounded just like Snow White. Mm-hmm. You know, whistling and stuff. And she would demand, Mm-mm. once again, Mm-mm. acknowledgement or recognition or greet me. I say good morning, bitch, but what the hell you want me to do? Mm-mm. I see you every day. What is what is the big deal? And I'm not going to be singing with you in the morning. No, but you want me to... to uh, engage in this happy dance that you like to do when you come in in the morning and it ultimately ended up badly because she misinterpreted my um, unwillingness to engage mm. as contempt mm. and she actually came for me in my job later mm. and she won mm. so I ended up lo- losing the job over wow. some stuff that she She's uh, presented to the heads of the company. Wow. Um, and the lesson that I took from that, because I always, whenever there's something that's that tragic, I always try to take a lesson out of the situation. And the lesson that I took was that you never know what people are going through, but you should know that the way they treat you has nothing to do with you. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the first time that I experienced Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. being on the side of where she's, look, I had just gone through a breakup Mm -hmm. right when I got that job. A really bad breakup for me. And I was not happy. I was not, matter of fact, it wasn't even a breakup. It was a, oh my God, my relationship is about to end. So it was an extended type of thing. That's even worse. So, right. So it was going on for a minute and before the breakup happened. And then I had to get over the breakup. So I had my own shit that I was dealing with. It had nothing to do with her singing good morning. It had nothing to do with you singing good morning. (laughs) And why do I have to, why do I have to be jubilant? In my morning greeting, in order for you to be okay with my existence here. Like we said earlier, why do I have to engage you the way that you want me to? Mm-hmm. So you as an HR person, I'm curious as to what your experiences are with this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been interesting, or it was interesting for me, because there were times when people would, managers, you know, it's review time. Mm. And they're trying to put together the reviews for um, for their associates, and you know I've always had the <laughs> the good fortune of being the person who they would either discuss it with, or sometimes like I would just read through them to make sure that there weren't any crazy you know things that were popping up in them. But when they would come and say. Or even, you know, not even review time when they might have a performance management problem that they thought they wanted to 
write somebody up or talk to them about something. Whenever it was stuff that was personality traits, then I would always be the person to say, okay, wait, time out. Let's back up. Let me get some specific examples of the times that this person has not performed their job the way that they are supposed to. Mm -hmm. Give me some specific examples of some of their responsibilities within their jobs, you know, that they have not performed correctly. So press pause. So what you're saying to me is that this type of thing happens frequently in the workplace. It does. Where people are perceived to be insubordinate or unfriendly or and people can just be put off by someone's demeanor because the person is just keeping to themselves right and see you and i can't speak for you but i most people think i'm an extrovert Mm -hmm. i I typically correct but i actually whenever i do the Mm myers-briggs I, I'm very, very close on my EMI. It's insane. It's usually something like 45, 55. It almost depends on my mood. Or closer. <laughs> Especially in the past few years. Yep. Yep. Become more introverted. And, and so, and then as an extrovert, I have a problem with constantly being called aggressive. Yes. Angry. Angry. Mm-hmm. Somebody once said to me, sassy, which I had been called many, many times. By white people. I can see sassy. Sassy is white girl for bitch. Oh. And I was like, oh. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't speak white girls fluently as you. Apparently. Well, let me tell you, and one of the people who called me, I, look, I'm not fluent. I'm telling somebody told me that. And I posted that um, when the girl told me that sassy is just white girl for bitch. Oh. And one of the white girls who, who called me sassy the first time I was in grad school, it was one of the professors in the program. You're so sassy, April. I love you. And she was like, oh, my God, I called you sassy. I don't think you're a bitch. That's what she said. Well, I, I that's what she wrote. I, the voice oh, was, okay. the intonation is mine. Okay. <laughs> Trademark. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, even with being somebody who's extroverted. Yeah. You have to toe a line. Right. Either you're unfriendly. Right. And or or you're aggressive. Right. Where is the middle? And, that, and how do I navigate this professional world? Yeah. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier. And I don't even remember whether it was just a little while ago earlier, but it's something worth mentioning. Repeat. It's not. But I think oftentimes black women are not given the latitude Mm-mm. to exist on a spectrum. Nope. You know, we have to be one or the other. We have to, you know, we're either angry or we're happy. We're either sassy or we're, um, what would be, you know, we're, we're uh, super low key. Angry. Um, you sit in the bed, but she's too quiet. She's not, right. so she must be angry. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's what she said in the article that yeah. she was perceived as, as being that angry black girl because she wouldn't fit into their perception right. of what the stereotype and was. And I could just be thinking about what I'm going to eat for lunch because I don't want this Mexican food that y'all about to bring in here for the third time this week. Wait, they bring you food? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just... Anyway, but um, but to, to answer your, your question, though, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. but I think for, from an HR perspective, that was always something that I was super sensitive to, but I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I was sensitive to it because I am a black woman. 
So, so how often do we have black women sitting behind the lines checking Precisely. Folks? Precisely. Because I was not afraid, and I think we've talked about that before, I'm not afraid to have uncomfortable conversations with people. I, I'm just not. I feel like there's a way to discuss everything. So I was the person that would ask these managers, okay, so how? let me know how this relates directly to this person's mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell me that, I need you to delete all of that because that's nonsense. You're talking about someone's personality traits and we're talking about their position. Now, if you want to relate this to a customer service experience that they've had with someone, we can talk about that, but right. it needs to be specific right. to their position. So, but again, I know that that's just from my experiences that I was able to to say that. Um, but yeah, if I was a, look, if I was a different type of black woman, if I was on the other end of the spectrum about confrontation, maybe I wouldn't be the person who would have even said that as a black woman. I don't know. Cause <laughs> I'm somebody who is not confrontational. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I get confrontational, it goes really bad because mm-hmm. I get all worked up and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. starts to happen. Mm-hmm. Get get emotional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know that were I in a position of power like mm-hmm. that, um, that I would be able to address it. Though I think that knowing what my responsibilities are in terms of this job, right. that I would be able to have that conversation right? Um, to challenge what has been brought. Like, do you challenge, do you always just, that everything that's presented before it's submitted as final or do you just call it out when it just doesn't look like it it fits it depends um in some cases again in some cases it's been managers that have um specifically asked me how would i word this Mm, you know okay so how would i how would i address this issue and my usual response was uh you don't and let me tell you why um, how you get mad at somebody for being quiet? Right. Um, but there were some instances where I'm sure, you know, stuff went through. But then I got to deal with it on the other end because then the employee reads it and then they're upset. And they're like, well, wait a minute. How are they upset with me for just being quiet? <laughs> you know, so then we have to deal with it on that side. But the bottom line, though, is, again... I don't really understand how we got here. Like, so I've, I've, I've only been a black woman. <laughs> Wait. I've only been a black woman for all my 42 you years. Sure I know that, that? Come, I, that might come as a surprise, but that's all, <laughs> that's all I've done. So is this an expectation? Do you, do you, look, do you have any idea? Well, I was is just about to go there. Where does this come from? So let's, right. let's think on it. Where, where does this come from? Cause I mean, we're black American women. Yes. I, is this, is this I, an expectation to other communities that other, know. like other women can't like I'm be thinking about being their authentic outside selves. trying to pick some cotton mm. or being inside trying to make some biscuits mm. or, you know, holding the baby. I'm trying to think. <laughs> and oh, I'm thinking Jesus. about myself being tired oh, and not wanting to do this no more, but I have to do it. So I don't know. I don't know where it comes is from. Is that where that goes? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I mean, um, mm. 
But I, the black men had that same experience, but for some reason they still, yeah. when we had this conversation, yeah, where how, you know, the shit rolled downhill. It does. You know, I, I, I hate to have everything rooted back into the same spot to the same thing but Mm -hmm. it is what it is you got to call a thing a thing Mm -hmm. and in beloved (laughs) yes sis did Rhapsody do a Yana song she did not (laughs) she may have she said she had like 40 that's right yeah yeah um but I feel like there has just always been this expectation of black women period Mm -hmm. right um Donald Bogle wrote a book that I was required to read um, in my black film history class at Georgia State University 20-some years ago. Go Panthers. Go Panther. We're both Panthers. We're both Panthers. Okay. <laughs> and we're both Cougars. Yeah, we're both Cougars. All, all the cats. All the cats. <laughs> um, and we're both Cougars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my friend just spent the whole morning calling me corny. Sorry. <laughs> Shout out to you, Nick. Anyway, um, dang, I lost my train of thought. What was it saying? Bogle. Okay, the Donald Bogle. Bogle. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wrote this book. Uh, uh, Toms, Coons, Mammies, Mulattoes, and Bucks. Oh, I've heard. You of familiar this book, with it? I've never read it. And mm-hmm. he addresses the history of black stereotypes in American film mm-hmm. and us being performative, right? Basically, and mm-hmm. and the stereotypes go beyond those mm-hmm. those ones that he listed in the title. But I think that in our society, we have always been expected to fit into one of these stereotypes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And so when we fall outside of that, Mm -hmm. they don't know what to do with us. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's true for anybody. Yeah. Because the woman who wrote the article, I think she said there was a Vietnamese lady at the office who was also quiet and kept to herself right but she didn't get the same reviews that our writer the author of the the author of the article got mm-hmm. because asian women are expected to be quiet and submissive right. your implicit Meek. biases right are affecting your perspective and how you how people distribute this nonsense and basically. i can say from having a career in the theater i even recall being at auditions and there being an expectation for me to be more black. Mm. There were air quotes there, y'all. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget um, being at the audition and it was the, the role was for a nurse and I don't know what the play was, but the guy was like, he do it, he kept asking me to do it again. And, and finally he says this, come on, you know what we want. Mm. And it was so salacious and gross. Mm. And I completely stopped acting and I just started reading deadpan. I wanted to say, you know what? I don't think this is a good fit. Right. Thank you for your time and right. exit stage left. Right. But the Atlanta theater community was very small and everybody knows everybody. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that to you my career at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was in shock and I just started reading. I sounded like the absolute worst mm-hmm. actress that you could imagine just sitting up here reading the lines. Like I didn't even try after that wow. because of that expectation. Mm-hmm. He wanted me to be more black. He wanted me to be more sassy. He wanted me to snap my fingers and roll my neck. Mm-hmm. And 
Look, I can cold switch with the best of them, right? right? But I'm not, when I'm literally performing for you, I'm not going to just perform for you in the way that you think I should perform. I'm not your show puppet. Right. (laughs) You're asking me to make me to fit into this box and we, we, we go beyond that. Mm -hmm. We, um, our, our personalities are as boundless as the seas. No. I don't know what poem that is, but <laughs> so just popped in your mind. Mm-hmm. But and and I think that's the thing. So it's funny that you touch on that because that's something that I've always tried to teach my daughter. Yeah, is you know you don't have to fit into anybody's box. I mean, how many black ballerinas did she? have to aspire to 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 look up to or to be like i mean just being one is i mean being outside of a box misty didn't come into play until a few years ago you know well that was when she discovered her was probably about six seven years ago she had Mm -hmm. already been dancing by that point but not even just that i mean just her interest i mean she for a while she was a percussionist really yeah my child wasn't she did percussion and she was dancing and she's always been a STEM girl. Like she's always been like a superstar in math. Mm-hmm. And that, so all of these things besides the, the ballet, but like you said, I mean, most black girls don't do that, but the other things were got not flat feet. Right. Right. <laughs> but the other things were not things that girls, you know, again, air quotes did. They mm-hmm. weren't interested in um, math. Girls weren't good in math. Girls weren't, Beating on drums. They weren't percussionists, you know, mm-hmm. besides Sheila E. being the bomb-ass percussionist. But, um, but yeah, but I think I feel like we've always, and this goes beyond the personality. So, and my child definitely has rest in bitch face. Does she? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's terrible. And she, but same thing. She's just in her mind. She doesn't realize it. But I've kind of, I've tried to tell her, you're not here for any to make anyone else feel comfortable mm-hmm. so i'm hoping that that's the thing that we can you know with people talking about it and people like being aware of it i don't know if we can try to change it i don't know if that's a futile attempt but folks need to be called out <laughs> like their stuff needs to be they need but to be there's confronted a way to with do their it. stuff. There's a way, and you just you just talked about confronting people in in a way that's effective. And yeah, many of us are ineffective, Dina. Yeah. So last week you was asking me to teach you my ways, and I I need for you to do the same <laughs> now because seriously, like that is a skill. Yeah. To be able to address ignorance, head on, accurately. Let me tell you, I had to address my class this summer. I had to take a class on multiculturalism, in, which in Georgia, multicultural is more like dual cultural, mm-hmm. right? Because it it's mostly black and white, right? And then there's yeah. the LGBT aspect that we touched on. And so I felt like we were educating the white people about how to deal with black folks. Right. And I kept having my nerves picked. Yeah. During the course of the semester, to the point where I had to go talk to my therapist about it. Spending my hard-earned money to talk about these other people. (laughs) Um, And I've marinated two or three weeks on the speech that I was going to give. Mm -hmm. And it took me having an emotional moment in the class 
among all these people and having to exit and get myself together mm. and carry that for the duration of class to actually be able to articulate what I needed to say. Now, are you the only black woman? Were you the only black woman in that class? Not this particular class. Okay. There were there were no black men though. Okay. And there were three other black women. Mm. Not many. Um, and this was a class of about thirty-five. Not many at all. Okay. So yeah, I had to, I had to think on it mm-hmm. for some weeks. And we all know, well, you may not know, but those of us who have to think on it, <laughs> we're constantly kicking ourselves for not being able to, to say, say that right thing in the moment. Well, I think that's, I think that's normal. I think all of us do that because uh-huh. I still sometimes have moments. I'm like, oh, I forgot that point. And then you want to go back in and, mm-hmm. and another thing, <laughs> but no. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You do, because you're like, oh, that would have been so valid. And so, like, right now, my mother called me last week, and she said something that was a shocker. And I'm still trying to figure out how to address this, because i got to bring it back, because I know she thinks it's over. She said it, she dropped Mm. the bomb, and then she walked away. Mm -hmm. Or she hung up the phone. So (laughs) I have to now let her know this is the crater, and we have to fill it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, and I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, mm. what? how do I address this? Mm. I can't confront nobody in the moment because it's going to come out me and you're going to see something, you know. So, but is that, that not, is, is that not kind of a, um, like you're like an offshoot of even what we're talking about of being sensitive to how other people oh my god girl yeah you're right it is because you want to make sure it's received appropriately right instead of just giving it right oh dang that is what it is see why we always got to consider other people right (laughs) right they don't never consider us they just tell us be more black be less black one or the other like I said, no spectrum. Mm-mm. So this sister said she is. I'm forced to balance the, that fact with other people's discomfort and implicit bias in order to have a career, mm-hmm. and that's that's where we are. And it's what's really messed up to me is that it's not just outside of our community, right? It's inside our community as well, right? Right. So we just need to call people out and they just go how to deal with it. That's what you're saying. I mean, okay. I ain't got the answer, Sway. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, we about to act it. So, so okay, okay, okay. you going to be me at the gas station. I'm going to be you. Okay. Yes. Okay. And okay. I'm going to be the dude pulling okay. up. Okay. Okay. So we skirt, skirt. We in the, in the, in the gas station. This, this is a real thing too, uh-huh. by the way. We okay, acting this ahead. out. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you going to say, you going to get out the car and you pumping your I'm gas. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm like. Damn, Shotty, why are you looking so mean? Smile. You ain't gonna smile? Oh God, y'all are seeing the death stare. It's a death stare. Dina is giving me it's right a dead now. Stare. I'm not saying a word. I did. Look, <laughs> look, that's that was scary. <laughs> nothing. I have nothing for you. I have the smile, and I might have had like a smile. Before you started saying the nonsense, but no, I have nothing for you now. Okay, but Dina, 
I respect that. Mm-hmm. But what did he get out of that? Like, did he learn anything? Probably Is not. he going to not say that to the next chick? He'll probably just do it again. That's the problem. It is. But I will say the only... I don't want to say the only thing. You have to put your mask on before you can put on somebody else's, right? Oh, hell. We wear the mask, honey, that grins and lies. It hides our (laughs) cheeks and shaves our eyes. Oh, Lord. Hmm. (laughs) I mean. Why? We we still wearing the mask? Paul Lawrence Dunbar didn't say we have to do that no more? Um. But yeah, I mean, we gotta we gotta care for ourselves before we can care for anyone else. So maybe he will do it to somebody else. But if he ever sees you again, <laughs> he won't say it to you. And maybe he will. Maybe he will think about it. Who knows? I mean, there's a fifty fifty chance there. But I don't know. I ain't got the answers. Mm-hmm. We just got the conversation. Exactly. Well, look, maybe we need to to bring some gentlemen in sometimes to have some conversation about these things. Yeah. Um, because we need y'all to do better. <laughs> I mean, at least we can have our men do better, right? Even if we can't mm-hmm. have the people outside of our community do better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look, I'm doing what I can in my house. Everybody just do what they can in their houses. Then hopefully we can string that together. <laughs> can be optimistic. <laughs> well, folks, I am enjoying this conversation, but I really do want to catch Serena. All those aces that she's going to hit today. I don't even know who she's Speaking, playing. She's playing the baby that she played when she had to stop, when she had to forfeit the This match. is the same chick who she it's had the, to... Mm-hmm, it's her. Oh, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's her. It's that... that which I like their interaction too when Serena forfeited and the girl came but over. But that was in Canada, right? It was in Canada. Mm-hmm. And the girl came over and was basically giving her her props. I like that 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 queen moment. And Drescu? Well. Bianca and. Yes, I believe so. Oh, I wanted her to win the other day. I couldn't watch that whole match. I tried. Mm-hmm. Um, because she was Canadian. And I don't know. I just felt a North American kindred. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like her spirit. I mean, all the best to you, but not today. Okay, well, so good. So, um, <laughs> y'all, we love you. We appreciate you listening. We hope that you listen to us again and again. We are found on Spotify and Apple, Apple Podcasts. And, of course, you can just click on this link right here for Podomatic. Um we also are on Instagram and Facebook, Spike Sweet Tea Podcast on Instagram, I think. I mean, no, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it's Spike Sweet Tea ATL on Instagram. Underscore, 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 yeah, underscore. I've been meaning to say we need to try to see if we can modify that. Um, That's how we got with the underscores. But we can check it again. Yeah. Because it wasn't available initially. Mm, but anyway. That's tough. Um, so anyway, folks, we are so happy to have your continued listenership and we're going to go watch Serena be great. And in the meantime, you're going to be great. Y'all go be great.